it's time for um hello a jersey shore recap podcast hello um hello Welcome back to Um Hello, our episode by episode Jersey Shore recap. Hell yeah, this is season one, episode four. This episode is called Fade to Black. It sure is. And this time I have a little cocktail. Oh, you can't see it on camera, but I have a little drinky. Got some Ron Ron juice. Well, this is your host, G-Wow. And I'm Cookie. Together we're Cookie and G-Wow. And I'm so excited to get into this episode because I feel like this is a big turning point. Let's not waste any time. Yeah, because this picks right back up into the drama. Yeah, so where we left off was the little teaser of Sam getting home and thinking that Jenny and Ron hooked up. And we kind of see more, I think, of Ron's side of the argument in this episode. Like last time, it was kind of the girl's perspective. Mm. And I also just want to comment, you see Sammy talking to Vinny, and he's kind of like giving her advice. So why does she think that Wow's doing something different for Ronnie, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, I think it feels different sometimes. This is why I'm glad I'm not a heterosexual. Mm. I feel like in straight relationships, there's a little bit more insecurity about men with female friends or, or women with male friends. I guess so. Well, once they get back, Sammy confronts everything and they get into like a hyper dramatic fight for no reason. Ron and Sam for no reason. Yeah. They got well, in a not fight. For, I guess not for what no a concept. <laughs> <laughs> I just mean like it escalates to this like TV level drama, but this mm-hmm. isn't like script. This is where I'm like, are they scripted? Because like their fight just gets so serious. They're like, this isn't a joke. This isn't a joke, Ron. <laughs> I could say Ron in Sam's voice every day and I would never get sick of it. Run! Run, Run, stop! Fucking play me out right now. This moment and she goes, you traumatize me. <laughs> it stuck with me all these okay years. true though he is traumatizing but it's it's one of those things where it's like you shouldn't laugh but it's funny and to this day whenever i'm like play arguing with people like when it's not serious i'm like stop you traumatize me oh my but god anyway, it's so funny we'll get to that what's crazy though is that they get into this crazy weird fight and then they're like fine they sleep in bed next to each other and in the morning ronnie's like i had so much fun with you last night bitch what well i actually have a slightly different interpretation of the the moment before they go to bed there is tension but i think it's it's not necessarily a fight i feel like Mm. it's there's a passion and so maybe it feels intense but i feel like they're starting to make amends already before they go to bed like they're crying and hugging so i think they're having a moment where they're like that kind of shook me up but i saw it a little different i i guess i considered it a fight it was just passionate but i wouldn't say it was necessarily a fight Maybe not. Although I can be a little unaware sometimes. And I've had moments where I'm dating people and they're like upset with me and I, and I don't notice right away. So I'm picking on them and I escalate it by accident. Okay. So maybe that's what's happening here. Maybe I can't uh, I don't see that they're fighting. I think there's a lot of es- escalation. But okay. anyways, they wake up and they seem fine. They have worked together. I guess they like figure everything out because they figure everything out. <gasps> they smush they like invent the smush room i think because i think so think after their mini golf date last episode they went into the smush room and they called it the guest room mm-hmm. but they didn't have sex and then in this they have the very cheesy fireworks indicating <laughs> that they did in fact and ronnie uses is the first to use the word smush i think they're the first smush at least they are the original smush room the smush room happened because of ron and sam i'll <gasps> I'll go down on that hill. They christened it. They did. It was a beautiful moment, really. 
And then there's this moment later where uh, all the boys go out and they do. It's almost the first unofficial gym tan laundry. They don't call it that yet. There's no laundry. It's haircuts, gym and tanning, which was pretty close. We're like we're almost there. And they have this cute moment where they're it was not, not cute, but they're kind of grilling Ron a little bit. Yeah, I don't love coy. this version of Mike, though. Remind me you what know? he does. I don't remember. He's just like kind of like sneaky, shady. And uh, I mean, like, yes, yes, he yes. probably is mad that Ron is now with the girl that he was like low key interested in. But like yeah. even just like his demeanor, it's like oh, everything comes out at the barbershop. And you know what it is, too? To be honest, I don't think he's really all that interested in Sam. I think it's just a pride thing. 100%. That's why I'm so. No, I'm not going to say what I was about to say because I'm going to get in trouble. You know All what? Right, fine. I will say it because okay. we can okay. cut it out. I am so glad I'm not a straight man. Why would you need to cut that out? <laughs> you're, you're right. We're keeping it in. I am also glad I'm not a straight man. Thank you very much. <laughs> because yeah. it just seems exhausting. It seems like you have to be hyper aware of people's perception of you and your masculinity. And it feels like there's this constant need to prove themselves. And that's not true for every straight man, but it's certainly true for the men of this television show. I think that they release some of this pent up whatever through fist pumping. Which we'll get to later. We have not gotten to the fist pumping yet. Yeah, you want to take a break? Let's do it. Okay. Can't get enough of um hello? Never. Well, check us out on social media. We're on Instagram and TikTok at umhellopod. And if you are listening to us, but you'd rather be watching, you can go to patreon.com slash umhello. There's also going to be tons of bonus content, including bonus episodes and behind the scenes, like how I got my Snooky post. And last but not least, if you're a brand or you just want to give us money, send us an email, a professional email at umhellopod at gmail.com. All right, let's get back to the show already. Okay. All right, we are back. Hi. Oh, hello. Okay, so it's time to go to the club. We are again at Karma, one of their favorite places. And they like really get into dancing this episode. They are going in. And I said this before in a previous podcast. There's something so funny about the way it's edited. They're going so hard and the music does not match for me. Yes, I completely agree. And even more after you said that, as I'm watching it, I like see that now. I'm like, oh, yeah, like that did not line up. I never caught that before. Your musical eye caught that. It's definitely um, like a TV clearance thing. But just if, if you're if you're listening to this podcast at home and you have not seen Jersey Shore in a while, I want you to picture this. There's a bunch of guidos and guidettes beating the beat up. They're fist pumping. They're going hard. And this is what's playing. And Snooki's doing full cheerleader moves, doing backflips and handstands and whatnot. Full out, full out. And, and JWoww lives for it. And it's she's literally she, is full on gymnastics. And she used to, because well, she used to be a cheerleader in high school. Yeah. And she was like, what, 21? So this was not long after high school. So she still had all those skills. She says she loves to be the life of the party and that once the eyes on her, the spotlight is not going to come off of her. And I agree. What I love about this moment, though, is this is the first time Snooki is sort of, I think she, this is the first time she feels like herself. And mm -hmm. the cast, the rest of the cast picks up on that. And they're really feeling her. Everyone's like, we're proud of Snooks. She's coming out of her shell. Yeah, they definitely start to like her. And that's why I kind of say this was like a turning point. But I mean, in any case, I think that then Snooki's, when she's feeling herself, she kind of like latches onto this one guy, which mm -hmm. she's calling him Ron. <laughs> His name is not Ron. It's Russ. 
And this is something, this is a recurring thing in the show that I think is so funny. That Snooki that, doesn't know anybody's name. Snooki forgets names. And the editors really love to play into it. Like they kept putting up uh, yeah. Russ, Ron, a.k.a. Russ or whatever. I love it. Have you ever done that though? Because of when Hunters and I did once. It was not good. I have not. I think I mentioned this in the previous podcast. When I drink or when I'm going out, I have this weird hyper awareness. It's very irritating. And so, no, I, I do remember people's names. So I don't have a drunk story like that, but I have a sober story like that. Oh, one, yeah. one time in high school, I had this friend when we first met. I didn't quite catch her name. Like she said it, but I didn't, it didn't embed itself in my brain. And then it got to a point where it was like, oh, now we've been friends too long. I can't ask. Oh no. So for days and weeks, I labored over how am I going to get this girl's name? And so I went and I was like, oh, what's your phone number again? I lost it. And she told it to me. And I was like, how do you spell your name? I don't want to spell it wrong. And she goes, Jen, J-E-N. I was like, no, yeah. No, 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 no. What you should have done was given her your phone and said, I lost my contact. Put your number in my phone and have her type it in. Well, here's the problem. And I'll explain it to you. I am fucking stupid. I don't think of that stuff. I just am dumb. I just do dumb shit. Or there was this other time where I was dating somebody. We're off on a tangent. I'm sorry. But um, I was dating somebody again for like months and Mm -hmm. I forgot his last name. Finally, I was like, you know what? Let me just, just be honest. I forgot your last name. You mentioned it once. I did not store it in my brain. What is it? He tells me, tell me why a couple days later, I forgot it again. Of course. Why you didn't write it down? No, I didn't. And and we talked about this, I think last podcast, I have this weird inability to like connect because I'm like emotionally unavailable or whatever. (laughs) And so I think I just like, I don't know. I just didn't care enough to remember. So later when he was like another day when he was in the shower, I went through his wallet to get his ID. And uh, his name was not what he told me at all. First name. (gasps) What? So it's a good thing that I forgot his last name because I realized he was lying about his identity. Oh my God, that's crazy. So my forgetfulness, this is such a tangent. I forgot. We're talking about Drew. No, it's okay. Ready? Ready? I'm going to bring it back because speaking of forgetfulness, Snooki fucking forgets where they live. And so (laughs) her and Russ slash Ron go to the beach and they like get blankets from, I guess, the producers because who else gave them fucking blankets and they sleep on the beach and they don't hook up. And I think Snooki's like upset about it, but I don't know. The image of that is kind of cute to me. Me too. The idea of them just talking through the night. I know. I love that when she leaves the bar with guys, she's like, he's my friend. He's my friend. He's my friend. I love it. She does that a lot. Every time she hooks up with somebody, she's like, guys, that's my friend. I love I, and I believe her when she says that. I love her I soul. agree. I'm really getting a soft sauce for Snooki, like everybody else. Um, the next day, when uh, Jen has another com- Jenny has another conversation with her boyfriend, he had heard that she was dancing on Polly again after they had made up. And this, I think this fight is really funny because they're, her like backup is like, okay, but it was house music. Like, did you even ask what kind of music we were dancing to? Because it wasn't R&B and hip hop. It was house music. And I do understand that they're different, but like the, the argument was like paper thin, girl. But what's so funny about that is that this is why this cast belongs together because she starts telling everybody, oh, like uh, he he called me and he was mad. And everybody's immediately like, did you tell him you were listening to house music? Everybody. Like, like as if just, that like, was the answer. As if that was the most obvious answer. Well, did you tell him that you were listening to house music? That's why they all belong together because their brains work the same. Like everybody in the house <laughs> is like, it's house music. It's not like sexy, which I kind of get though. It's not sexy music. It's like you're just throwing your body around. Yeah, they called it battling. Oh, you know what? I think we actually skipped past earlier in the episode. Jay Wow and her boyfriend talked and they sort of made up. And so later in that same episode, he calls and is like, I heard you were dancing on Polly. And it turns out the person that told mm-hmm. the boyfriend 
was Snooki's guy. Ron oh, slash he wow. was a plant. He was a plant. <gasps> what a dick. Jenny's boyfriend, that's his friend, the, the guy Russ. And he sent him to the club to keep an eye on Jenny. And he just happened to kind of end up with Snooki. That's why I was saying that moment on the beach becomes a little less cute when you realize he was a goddamn mole. That is, that is true. Should we get more into it after a break now? Yes. Okay, we'll be right back. Hi, um, hello. So we don't have any sponsors. Not yet. <laughs> but we wanted to be like a real podcast and have ad breaks. So we'll be sponsoring ourselves. And today's sponsor is my music. I make original <laughs> pop songs. How do I describe what I make? I guess I would say Euro Club 2010's Trash. How do you feel about that? Sensational. Thank you. Um, so if you want to check it out, it's at songsbycookie.com. I'm going to play a little clip for you from my newest single, Blue Cherry. This place is scary. It's hot like February. I see a berry. It looks like a blue cherry. I'm kind of wary. My brain is feeling very light and airy. Because I ate a blue cherry. I kind of like it, even though I'm frightened. Okay, we are back. We are back. And we have a monumental moment, the first mention of the word grenade. And you know what? In the way that they said it, I feel like they knew it was about to become iconic. They did. I agree. He like he was snickering like he knew. Like he was like, oh, this is about to be a moment. People are going to be saying this all over the country. How would you define a grenade? To my understanding, a mm. grenade is, and I'm speaking in their terms. These are not. Right. You know, yes. Yes. A Jersey, the sh- can- Jersey Shore definition. Don't cancel me. <laughs> um, but I think it's, it, it, it's the ugly friend. It's when you're trying to hook up with a hot friend and she brings her ugly friend. So you, it's, mm-hmm. you know, you got to deal with her before she explodes. In other words, if she explodes, you're going to lose out on the hot girl because she's going to take her with her. That was, I think, beautifully said. And that happens a lot throughout the show where they find one friend ugly and they're afraid of her taking the hot friend home. And they make it like, oh, you martyr. He handled the grenade so that <laughs> I could save the damsel in distress. And meanwhile, she's not ugly. I mean, she's, she's not a not, supermodel, but she's not. But to be honest, like her attitude is what like kind of got me. And so I'm, I'm not ready to back her up and go to bat for this girl because like she was not fun to deal with. And I just like don't think it's fun when they go there. And then the one friends just like the Demi doubter. Mm-hmm. That's like, we need to leave. We need to go. We shouldn't be here. What would your mom think? I'm like, well, then why the fuck did you go in the first place? Well, that's what I was going to say. I don't agree with their descriptions of her physical appearance. That part to me is not cute. Yeah. But she was kind of annoying. (laughs) She was a little annoying. She was annoying, but that, yeah, you're right. It's not about how she looks. Like if she was a supermodel, I still would have been like, girl, you're doing Why can't you just like be like, I'm into your friend. Can your friend come with me? I guess because what they don't want her to like go to some random house alone. To be fair, I would not leave my, I would not let my friends go with two guys alone for sure. I don't know. But anyways, we're kind of skipping around in time. Okay. On the first night at the beginning of the episode, Polly and Mike brought home two girls. Later in that same episode, they go out and have a similar situation where they find two girls that they're like, eh, but they're kind of settling, but it's the end of the night. So they just got to grab what they can grab is kind of the behavior. And on the way home, they see girls that they find to be hotter 
in a nice car. So they ditch the original girls, grab the new girls and go home. But then those girls end up being kind of lame. And that's where Grenade shows up. (laughs) And then the original girls that they were settling for that they abandoned show up. Yeah, but then that's when the girl's so freaking annoying that it's like, why did you even kick out the first girls? I don't know. There was a problem with every group that they found, which is what you said, that there's always like one girl who's into something and the other girl who's a problem. The theme of this episode is Mike and Paul can't get laid. No. I have to ask, do you think that the the girls that were originally abandoned, do you think they just happened to find the house? Or do you think it was a little producer intervention? I think one of two things happened. Either the producers went to them and said, you should just go. Or they do have to like sign things for their face to be shown. So maybe mm-hmm. while that was happening, the girls were like, well, what are they doing right now? Can mm-hmm. we like go? And the producers were like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think you're exactly right on the money. Well, the next day we got like a wholesome moment because Snooki's mom visits. Which is another moment where goddamn Snooki is a little angel. I just love her so much. She's so cute. I really do like hone in on Snooki, like her good side this episode. Did you actually did you know that she was adopted? I'm pretty sure I did know that she's not Italian. Is that true? That is true. She's, I believe, Chilean Chilean. She's still a Guida at heart. 100%. But I think that the relationship with her mom is really sweet. And when they leave, she's kind of like, all right, well, I miss my mom. So we're going to like, let's go crazy. And like you said, everyone's on board for Snooki at this point. Oh, yeah. This is the moment where she's part of the family. Like, she's one of us. I think that's why they almost feel like extra protective of her, too, at this Mm. moment, because it's like they just kind of got this like kinship. And then do you want to walk us through like the events of what happened? Oh, gosh. Well, what happened was probably the most well-known and controversial moments from the entire franchise. Yeah, this really is kind of what put it on the map. Yeah, I I think the first couple episodes did fine, but this moment really was when it blew up. So they all go out to a bar and the vibe is just really good at first. Everybody's in a good mood. Everybody's happy. Everybody's dancing. Everybody knows everybody. For the first time, it feels like everybody's getting along. They feel like a family for the first kind of real time. And then they're ordering some shots and these random guys are stealing them. Yeah, and uh, this is where, like, if you break down what's happening, all Snooki's saying is, those shots aren't for you. That could be happening at any bar I go to every weekend where some somebody's buying shots and some dick is taking them, acting mm-hmm. like, and he's even like, you, no, 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 this guy's buying them for us. So Snooki's like, no, I'm with this guy. Those shots aren't fucking yours. And what's wild about the, the thing is that they took shots and then everybody kind of just let it go. And they ordered more shots. Again, they stole them. Yeah, they really did try and take the high roads. I feel like through to the end. Because like I, like we were talking about, they went in in such a good mood that I think they were willing to let it slide. And then yeah. it happened again. And at this point, Snooki's still yelling. And this guy, for some unknown reason to everybody in the world, decides to punch her square in the fucking face. And what's really interesting is that you they, you see it in previews leading up mm-hmm. to the moment, but then when it's shown in the actual episode, it's blacked out probably like for violence or something, but we've already as a viewer seen it. 
I think that that was when they were uploading it later onto Hulu and whatever. I think that was sort of an maybe an editing mistake because mm-hmm. I remember clearly when this episode was on TV on MTV for the first time, mm-hmm. they showed the punch and yeah. all of all of its violent drama. Yeah, uh, but it was very very controversial. So in replays and when they started uploading it online, they started blacking it out. But I but think it's they, still not they missed, but they missed. Some I places. think I don't th- I don't know if that was on purpose. I feel like that was just a mistake that they left mm-hmm. it in the previews. Maybe tell Snooki. I don't know if she wants it there. Let Snooki know. I'm glad they blacked it out. It's kind of like hard to watch. It's really aggressive. And that, the chaos is kind of where the episode leaves off on. I mean, it's like Snooki's on the ground screaming, crying. Mm. They're all obviously huddled around her, feeling very protective. The guys go the fuck after this guy. The cops grab him and they're all like, you're going to jail, motherfucker. It's like, I mean, it is satisfying, like the immediate karma, yeah. but it's like, it, it's chaos. It's chaos. And what's so bizarre about it is like you were saying a second ago, they were trying so hard to, you know, get rid of these guys without tension. I don't think anybody, any of the roommates wanted drama. They were like actively trying not to have it. And Snooki was not out of line. She wasn't in his face. She wasn't pushing him. She wasn't getting aggressive. There was like a person in between them. Those are our shots. That's all she was saying. And he punched her like a, like, like he was punching a grown ass man. Yeah. Really aggressive. It's just gross. And it's one of those moments where it feels like sometimes when you watch reality shows, you're like, is this scripted? This moment did not feel scripted. This feels like this I is, promise this- nobody said, hey, you know, we right. have a really good idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one. That's yeah. No. Why don't you go punch that four foot two girl in the face? <laughs> like, no, I think you're right. That was definitely. But I think you're I think you're on something where you say, like, I put it on the map because that was really a big controversy and everybody tuned in for it. And then as a result, fell in love with Snooki. And then as a result, mm-hmm. fell in love with everybody else. And it was the thing I remember distinctly that MTV caught some hot water for showing it and teasing it in previous episodes they made it a plot point and i think they kind of got in a little bit of trouble for that Mm -hmm. but i think it it was worth showing because it was a very important moment for the roommates it really made them took them from being friends to being a family yeah and as awful as it was if that had not happened i don't think jersey shore would have become what it became it's kind of that conversation of is all press good press like it feeds right into that for sure and in mtv's defense as long as they had snooki's Nicole, let's call her Nicole in this instance. As long as they had her consent, you know, as long as she was in on it, I think it's Mm -hmm. perfectly reasonable to market it because like you said, all publicity is good publicity and it happened. Might as well make some money off of it if it happened, right? And it's not like she can say like, yeah, I acted a fool and something happened. She can really say like, no, I didn't do anything. Watch. That's why it's so hard to, especially having already seen it and going back. Yeah. It was just so out of pocket. It came from nowhere. And then the dramatic title of the episode fade to black. Like, is that why we're both wearing black? Oh, by accident. But we're both like we're mourning. And uh, Jersey Shore is good for their cliffhangers. That was it. I mean, we don't really get to see the reaction after the punch. That is true. And uh, for our quote this week, we're going again back to the beginning of the episode because uh, we know that there's more Ron and Sammy drama right around the corner. I can't get enough of it. And like I said, their fight is so, so, so dramatic. So I want I want to reenact the fight as our as our closer. So who would you like to be in this fight? Can I do Sammy? Yeah, of course. Okay. All right, let me get my macho, like, Ronnie uh, persona on. Just think angry, repressed thoughts. Are you ready? I'm ready. I told you so much shit, Sam. I told you so much shit, Ronnie. Like, I fucking like you. Like, stop. 
this is no joke how I feel about you. Like, you don't even fucking understand that. I was ready to put you in the equation. Like, you in the equation. Like, how do I look? I never hooked up with anybody. You obviously don't know how I feel about you if you really feel like that. You're my girl. Don't you realize that? Oh my God, I haven't said that in so long, Sam. Like, you're legit my girl right now. You're like my best friend here, Ronnie. I can't lie to you. (laughs) (laughs) And scene. Those two, scene, those two have a way with words. So dramatic. Like, you're my best friend. I hate when, like, couples who've known each other for two seconds say that. Like, what's his middle name, bitch? Well, that 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 is bizarre. I mean, I think they've been in there like a week, but I, I I'm don't know. so glad you asked because of keeping tabs. This is oh. either night eight or nine that Snooki gets punched. So they've been there over a week for sure, but only by like a week and a day at most. And it, I mean, that makes me wonder. We're halfway like through the season. So much has happened in such a short amount of time. How long are they in there for total? I believe the first season was only like mm, like a month. Well, we've got a lot more to uncover. A lot, a lot in store. So please, if you want to hear more episodes, make sure you like and subscribe, follow, comment, review, reach out to us, follow us, everything. If you'd like to follow me personally, you can do so on Instagram or TikTok at Cookie Olafonte. You can also check out my website, Songs by Cookie. Find my music and my merch. Hell yeah. And I am on Instagram at Gina Finio, on TikTok at Bisexual Gina. You can visit my website, GinaFinio.com. You can listen to both of us on the Ross Matthews podcast, Straight Talk with Ross. Have we mentioned that before? Ross Matthews, the judge on RuPaul's Drag Race. He's on the Drew Barrymore show. Emmy winner. Emmy winner. Best-selling author. Best-selling author, Ross Matthews. Uh, The hilarious Ross Matthews. He's a podcast and we are on it. But maybe... Make sure you're subscribed here first and yeah. that you rate this first. And then once you've done all the things, then you could go over. And you can follow us online at all the socials at um hello pod. Um goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> get crazy, get wild. Let's party, get loud. If you want to have fun and do something, if you want to have fun and do something. Party, get loud. If you wanna have fun and do something, if you wanna have fun and do something. Mm-hmm.